That's like they could go on America's Got Talent and go to the next round for that. I want to tell you all about something I meant to tell you two weeks ago, and, uh, or, or last week I meant to tell you, and um, shame, shame on me for forgetting. Um, two Sundays ago on, I think that was November 29th, uh, Word on the Street Ministries had their annual Thanksgiving dinner where people volunteer and provide food and uh, the homeless people in this community are invited uh, to a time of, of fellowship and food and a message from God's Word. Uh, Skip Fingfish heads up that ministry. Uh, we're, we are involved in that ministry and support that ministry and love that ministry and love Skip and love what they do. And he sent me a text after the dinner was over uh, that simply said this, over 350 showed for dinner. A gospel message presented, 50 people prayed to receive Christ as Savior. That's glorious news. I would that we would grow in our excitement about that. That would mean more to us than just, wow, that's great. Uh, 50 people who will spend eternity with Jesus, with you, and with me uh, because of that ministry. And I'm so very, very, very grateful for it. Well, hey, it's Christmas time. You know that, right? I can't believe it. It seems like a couple of weeks ago I was joking around with you and I said, only 350 days till Christmas. And now here it is upon us. Normally during the Christmas season, I wait until the Sunday after Christmas and I'll say something to you like, hey, did you take a time this season to just sit and be with Jesus to thank him for expressing his love to you by leaving heaven's glory and coming to this earth? Did you take time to honor Jesus? Because after all, it's Jesus' birthday. And this is for him and it's about him. This year, I want to do it a little bit different. Let's start with that question in mind. Let's start by acknowledging that this season that we celebrate is all about Jesus. It's about his expression of love for us. It's about him leaving heaven's glory. It's about him coming to earth because he loves us. He came to serve. He came to sacrifice. He came to give himself. He the Bible says in Galatians 4 that at just the right time, God sent his son born under the law, listen, to free us from the law. That we're no longer in bondage to the law because of what we celebrate this season. We want to honor Jesus on his birthday. Right? It's about him. And so we ask ourselves the question, what is the best way to honor Jesus on his birthday? I don't know how you're going to receive this message this morning. It's for 
everyone. I, as I was thinking about it and praying over it and preparing it, I, I thought especially about our young people in the room, our junior high kids, our senior high kids, our college kids, and how this is a, a little bit different perspective than the normal Christian mess, the Christmas message that you might hear, but how applicable it is in your lives. It's an encouragement to, to a way in a, to a way to honor Jesus that I believe that if you'll embrace it, if you'll commit to it, if you'll, if you'll honor Jesus in this way, I believe it'll be life-changing for each and every one of us in this room. How do we honor Jesus on his birthday? What is the best way to honor Jesus on his birthday? What's the best way to honor anybody on their birthday? You might suggest that it would be to do what they want to do. It would be to give them what they want most. I think of my father-in-law, Paul. I was thinking about him when I was praying over this. and I know he loves his wife, Anne. She's such a precious, precious woman. and It would be just like Papa to on Mimi's birthday to take her to play golf. She don't play golf. (laughs) But he could justify that by saying, you know what, we get all that quality time together and I would be opportunity maybe every single hole. We'd just stop for a little while and I'd tell her how much I loved her and how, how important she was to me and we'd have that good fellowship. I might let her put a couple of times and and um and you know what Mimi would she she that's not what she wants it's not the best way to honor her but she'd have a good time that'd be okay with her she'd say thank you she would appreciate that and I, I the, the the point is 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 that Papa honored Mimi on her birthday with what Papa wanted to do And I think sometimes we do that at Christmas with the way we honor Jesus on his birthday. How do we honor Jesus on his birthday? Well, we go to church. And we, we want to hear a message about the incarnation of Jesus. And we want to hear something new and something fresh so that we can go, wow, I never thought of it that way before. That's good. And we want to sing certain songs and we want to have a special Christmas program. And all of that stuff is really good. And guess what? We're going to do all of that stuff. And I really believe it honors God. I believe that the majority of you are here this morning because you have a heart and a desire to honor Jesus. The question becomes, in this Christmas season, how do we best honor Jesus? Jesus. This is the most wonderful time of the year. It's also the busiest time of the year. I would say it's the most crowded time of the year. It seems like there are crowds everywhere you go between Thanksgiving and Christmas, really the day after Christmas. 
Everywhere you go, there's crowds. The movies are full. The malls are full. The department stores are full. The traffic is just absolutely crazy. And you're so busy because you you, you got to go to your, your children's school program and you got to go to the office parties and there's church programs and there's special dinners that you have to go to. And it's just a, a busy, busy time of the year. And I want you to think about the crowds. You're out there amongst them. You're out there in the middle of them. I want you to think... What do they think about Christmas? If you, if you asked them, what's the, what's the true meaning of Christmas? If you, if you got them, maybe, maybe, you took, maybe you took the time to, to ask 20 people in the mall, or on the street, standing in line at the movie theater, whatever. You, you, you tell me, what do you think? I'm just, I'm just wondering, I'm just interested, I'm just curious. What do you think is the true meaning of Christmas? What do you think they'd say? A lot would say it's about family. That's good. and Certainly about family. A lot would say it's about what gifts you get. I was looking through some man-on-the-street interviews, Asking that very question, some of the young people saying it's all about getting some money from old people I don't even know. I never see. That's what I look forward to at Christmas. That's what Christmas is about to me. There was many, there were many who said, look, you know, it's a, it's a family time. It's a wonderful time. It's a, a little bit of a leisure time because we don't have, to, you know, we get some days off of work. But I want you to understand there's no religious significance there to me. I don't believe in, in, in any kind of religion, and I don't believe in God, and I don't believe in Jesus, and I know that Christmas is about celebrating Jesus' birthday, but I don't believe in that. And when we're out there amongst the crowds, I, I wonder what they're thinking about this Christmas season. This is, this is our season. This is about Jesus, right? And I wonder, I wonder what they're thinking about it. I wonder what you think. How does it, how do you react to knowing that there are so many out there who this has absolutely no spiritual ramifications whatsoever? No, 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 no religious significance whatsoever. How does that make you feel? Do you think about that at all? Do you ever walk in a crowd and and think to yourself, maybe you did this last night at Avalon Aglow and thousands of people here in Avalon Park. Do you ever take the opportunity to go, you know what? Jesus died for him. Jesus died for her. Jesus loves her. Jesus loves him. Jesus desires relationship with him. Jesus wants to forgive his sins and her sins. Do you ever have that kind of mindset? In the Scriptures, Matthew chapter 9, Jesus is, has his earthly ministry. He's, he's going around. The Bible tells us that, that he's ministering to people, that he's, he's healing people, that he's serving people, that he's teaching people, that he's involving himself in people's lives. And in that 36th verse of Matthew chapter 9, Peter, put that on the screen if you would. 
It says when he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Do you, do you see people and do you see the stress that they're under? And the, uh, One version says that they're downtrodden, that they're exhausted, they're tired, they're, they're ready to quit, and they're running around and they've got more things to do than they have time. And, and the Bible tells us that when Jesus is in that crowd, when Jesus sees them in that condition, that he has compassion on them, that he cares about them, that he loves them. The Apostle Paul said something very, very similar as he was teaching in a church. He says, I've told you this so many times before, and I'm going to tell you this again. But this time I'm telling you with a broken heart, I'm telling you with tears in my eyes, there are so many people here among us that hate the cross of Jesus Christ. That Jesus is not something that's on their mind. That the season's not celebrating Him. That there's no religious significance there. And and that breaks my heart. I I want you to ask yourself, I want to ask you, how do you feel about the crowd who celebrates Christmas, celebrates the birth of Jesus, and yet they know nothing of Him? I wonder if it it makes you sad. I, I wonder if you even care. I I wonder if that hurts you inside. How do we honor Jesus at his birthday? Arthur read a passage of scripture from Philippians. I want to read that passage of scripture too, Peter Philippians uh, 2, 1 through 8. There's any encouragement in Christ any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. If your testimony is that Jesus has made a difference in your life, if your testimony is that Jesus has loved you, forgiven you, that that Jesus has made Himself available to you, then make my joy complete by having that same kind of of mind. Do do nothing from self-ambition or conceit, but in humility count more count others more significant than yourselves. Boy, we don't want to do that, do we? Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. We we have the mind of Christ. Who, through, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking on the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. Have this mind in you, which was in Christ Jesus, that you would make yourself nothing. I don't want to do that. I am significant. I'm important. I should be served. Have this mind in you, which was in Christ Jesus, who being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. It's just not what we want to do. Mark 
chapter 10, verse 45, Jesus is talking and He says the Son of Man, He's talking about Himself, the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. I love the example given in the 13th chapter of the Gospel of John. It's at the Last Supper that we've talked so much about over the past few weeks. Jesus begins that time of intimacy, that time of fellowship with His disciples by washing their feet. What we don't see is that after Jesus washes their, washes their feet, He sits down and says, okay, now you come and wash my feet. He doesn't say that. He says to them, I'm giving you this as an example of what to do. Now, you wash each other's feet. So how do we honor Jesus at Christmas? How do we honor Jesus on His birthday? I want to read this passage of Scripture to you from the 25th chapter of Matthew. This won't be on the screens. It says, When the Son of Man comes in His glory, and all the angels with Him, He will sit on His glorious throne and all the nations will be gathered before Him and He will will separate them one from the other as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on His right and the goats on His left. And then I'm skimming to the 41st verse where it says, Then He will say to those on His left, Depart from Me, accursed ones, into the eternal fire which has been prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. Naked, you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, you did not visit me. Then they themselves also will answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry? or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not take care of you. He will answer them, truly I say to you, to the extent that you do it not to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. He says it a little bit different when he's talking to those. Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? When did we see you thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you as a stranger and invite you in naked and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison? And the king will answer and say to them, truly, I say to you, to the extent that you did it to one of these, my brothers, to even the least of them, You did it to me. So put this together. It's Jesus' birthday. We want to honor Him in a special way in this time of the year. We want to celebrate His birthday. The way that we do that is we give Him what He desires the most. We do what He most wants to do. He says to us, It's not just about coming to church. It's not just about the Christmas program. 
It's about doing what's, what my heart is. It's about doing what I love. It's about serving. It's about giving. It's about caring. It's about involving yourself in other people's lives. And how does that honor Jesus? Jesus says, that honors me because when you do it to the least of these, you're doing it to me. I'm the recipient of your love and your care and your service. The best way to honor Jesus on his birthday is to give him what he wants. To show love and compassion to the least of these. Because when we do this, we do it to him. Hey, that's all I got. But you know what? I think that's all you need. The beginning of this special season of the year. We kind of get an understanding of what Jesus would like for his birthday. And I want to encourage you. Look, you can be very intentional about this. I want you to be very intentional about this. I would ask you to be very specific about this. I would say to you this morning that if you just have this general thought in your mind, okay, I'm going to be aware of other people. I'm going to try to meet needs. I'm going to try to involve myself in their lives. I I think it's more than that. I I think we've got to be intentional, and I think we have to be specific, and I think we have to pray. I think we have to say, God, who do you want me to serve? Who do you want me to involve myself in their lives? Where do you want me to give? Where do you want me to care? How can I express your love to other people? Give me some specifics. Give me some names. Give me some opportunities. Because I want to honor you on your birthday. Do you believe God is alive? Do you believe that he speaks to you? Do you believe that he'll lead you and guide you? Then let's ask him. Let's ask him right now. Let's let's say, Jesus, what do you want for your birthday? And and he'll say, well, when you do it to the least of these, you do it to me. And and our response is going to be, okay, but show me who. Who do you want me to go and be with and serve and care for and help and minister to? And who who is it? Who is it? He's alive. He speaks to us. He'll lead and guide us. And he'll use you in an incredible way. And he'll feel so honored on his birthday. Can we spend a few minutes praying? Pray with me, would you? I want some of this time to be just thinking about Jesus. I want some of this time to be thinking about that Philippians 2 verse. That he left heaven's glory. He left a throne where he was worshipped. So that he could come and give himself. So that he could come and be our example. So that he could come and serve Have you ever spent any time thinking about him leaving the 
glory of heaven coming here because he loved you. I think it's important that we not rush past that incredible truth. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that. Now, I I, want to ask you if you would just to give yourself to him. Jesus, I'm yours. This, This day that I have, you gave me. And I am yours. You're the Lord and you're the master. I want to serve you today. Give him yourself. Now ask him for some specifics. God, where do you want to use me? How do you want to use me? To whom will I go? Maybe he will bring someone to your mind that you know is in need. Maybe he'll bring a a ministry to your mind that you know is in need. Maybe it's a neighbor. Maybe it's a classmate. Maybe it's a teacher. Maybe it's someone you work with. Maybe it's someone you've never met before. You just continually see them. They're out and about. You see them all the time. You sense in your spirit their their stress, their sadness, their... Maybe that's who it is. Now, trust Jesus. Tell him that you trust him for resources, for wisdom, for opportunity, the time, the boldness that he would supply all that you need to honor him in the way that he would love most. Let's go one step further. Make a commitment to him. Lord, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it. I want to honor you this way. I know that when I do it to the least of these, I'm doing it to you. Thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want to ask a favor. I need some help uh, from you this morning. This is a way to minister. Uh, my dear friend, Huey Houston, who's sitting right over here, um, is uh, started a ministry called Covenant Ministries. It's a ministry to the people of Israel. And God has opened doors for him in a very providential kind of way, in a God-only kind of way, to develop relationships with the Israel Defense Force. Is that right? 
um, IDF. And uh, he, has, he has developed relationships with a lot of the soldiers that are stationed uh, up on the Israel-Syrian border. And they are constantly in harm's way. Uh, and he has had opportunity to share the Lord Jesus with many of them. Um, they know him. They ask, the question he's asked more than anything else uh, when he's over there is, why are you here? As if there's something in it uh, for him. Well, one of the ways that he wants to minister to them in this season is that he wants to give them a card. Now, they're not Christians. You, you know that, right? But the whole idea behind this is to present the gospel of Jesus Christ to them. And so he has 400 Happy Hanukkah cards that he is going to distribute to 400 men that are in a platoon that he has adopted. Ward Hodges Church has 300 of those cards, and they've already filled them out and completed them. I have 100 this morning. Here's what they look like. They're located in the back on those two tables in the back. There's 100 cards. We might have 20 people in here who would say, I'll fill out five, and we'd be done with it. I'd like to be done with it at the end of this service without having to uh, do this in the second service. But I, I, I'll put on the screen exactly what I want you to write in this card. Thank you for all you do. We love and support you, your Christian friends at Covenant Ministries and Avalon Church. And then Hui, Hanukkah actually starts today, the 6th, and uh, runs for a week. And uh, he's going to take these and he's going to overnight them to these soldiers uh, tomorrow. Yeah, and when we dismiss our service, we'll put that back up on the screen so you'll be able to see it. And look, I, I, I'm just, for some reason, not comfortable saying, hey, if any of you will do this, go back to the tables and do it. I, I wonder if I could get 20 hands. I'll do it. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, now you only have to do like two or three. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It'll be a little crowded back there, uh, but there's a table on each side, and I, and I appreciate you doing that. And Huey, thank you for your ministry to those people, and uh, th thank you for doing this. This is just a way to... Um, to open a door to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let me invite you to stand, everybody standing. We're going to sing a little bit, and um, then we'll get ready to dismiss. Lord Jesus, once again, happy birthday. Once again, Lord, we offer ourselves to you, our King, our Lord, our Savior, our Master, the one who frees us from bondage. We give you ourselves. It is our heart's desire, Lord, to honor you. We depend on you, Lord, to lead us in that. Supply all of our need in that. Thank you for who, and I thank you for his ministry. Lord, these 400 cards that will wind up in Israel on Tuesday morning, we ask that you sovereignly and providentially be a part of every single one. 
that you reveal yourself to these soldiers who will see this and receive it, and probably a lot of them will scratch their heads and go, I've never seen anything like this before. A Hanukkah card from a Christian friend. But we're trusting you and believing that you're going to use this in supernatural ways. Maybe use it to start a revival. Nothing is too big for you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for leaving heaven's glory. Thank you for your sacrifice. We love you, Lord Jesus. We give you ourselves.